Hello and welcome to another episode of the Menswear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker. Today, I'm talking to Keith Tapparel, the Vice President for Retail and Sales at Bravado at Universal Music Group. And Keith, well, an amazing guest, just got off the blower to Keith, and he's going to talk all about the Queen pop-up store down at Carnaby Street. I've been down there myself. It's an amazing space, two, two levels. You can go through and walk the five-decade story of Queen. And uh, I'm just going to bring Keith in now and he's going to talk all about what the process is like setting up a store like that and what you can expect from your experience going into this pop-up. Here's Keith. Yeah, we opened the doors on September the 28th um, to much fanfare uh, and we'll open until first week of January. Um, So it's there to celebrate a moment in time. It's there to celebrate five decades of Queen uh, as a band. Wow. Well, I I had the pleasure of going down on opening day. Um, The place is a wonderful space, as well as you can get some limited edition vinyls and some merchandise, but you can also explore some archive videos. Uh, Maybe you can just talk about the stepping stones. How did you get something like this off the ground? It's very much done as a collaborative effort with the band. I mean, we don't do anything in isolation. We're we are there to represent them and we're there to make sure that we honour their heritage and their legacy. Um, so we want to make sure they're an integral part of this. They have, um, you know, complete overseeing everything that we do there. So we first have the conversations about wanting to do something like this. I mean, we did a prior one in 2018 uh, with the launch of the Bohemian Rhapsody film. So we, based off of the success of that, we really wanted to, to look at this five decades of the band. And there's lots of other activity going on, of course, from, from music and, and events. But we wanted to have that kind of physical space, that space where we could showcase, uh, where fans could come, they could be immersed in the world of Queen. And then we can offer them something as a kind of, uh, yeah, a piece to take home and keep, as it were, whether that's limited edition vinyl, which was an amazing success, or collaborations with other brands as well. And how has the limited edition vinyl gone for you as uh, an incentive or as a, because this was exclusive for people to come in store and get in store, is that correct? Well, yes and no. What we did do, because obviously with, with the current climate, we know that there's a lot of people that wouldn't be able to travel to the store, whether actually able to or, or not feeling confident to. So we didn't want to make it exclusive. We wanted it to be as inclusive as possible. So we actually have a kind of micro site on the Queen Online store for the pop up. So when we did the limited edition vinyl, we had a thousand units uh, in total, but 500 were made available on the online store and 500 at the physical store. Okay. And it's the kind of best way that we looked at how we could offer that to make sure that as many people as possible would, would, would have a chance of purchasing. And does everybody in the band have a say? How does it work? You, I mean, um, obviously they all have a say, but is there one person that's kind of the spokesperson or the spearhead? And does, and the others kind of just go, yep, looks good to me, go for it. <laughs> uh, they they work still well as a band together and collaborate very well. So everything that we do goes through uh, Queen Management. And then from there, they take it to both Brian May and Roger Taylor. So they both get to give feedback on it uh, collectively. Uh, and then we work on their feedback and take it forward. This has been a huge success for you guys. I know the Rolling Stones one is still going if I'm correct. And well, the, the Rolling Stone store is always set as a, as a kind of boutique flagship 
and are set as a permanent store. So okay. that, you know that opened in September 2019. The, the Queen one is, as we say, it's it's a pop up. It, it's right. a moment in time to celebrate. Um, you know this 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 year, their their five decades of Queen. But could it not be extended? Um, I mean, due to the success, do you think that it could run on? Uh, everything's possible. Uh, <laughs> I would never discount anything. Um, you, you know how things change in this industry, how things move forward. I, I, I never w- would want Bravado to stand still, and Queen are still, um, with all of their legacy, a performing band. They're still bringing out new music, both Brian and Roger, with solo music. No one wants to to, to, to kind of stop. So there's always. Yeah, opportunities to explore. Uh, there's nothing in there at the moment, but who knows what might come up in the future. And Keith, I'm curious to know what a day in the life is like for you, because uh, there's so many different other bands and talent on the client list. I mean, you, you can't just be focused on Queen. I'm, I imagine that you have to spread yourself over all of the other talent on the portfolio, right? Uh, we have an embarrassment of riches at Bravado, uh, helped by the fact that we're owned by Universal Music Group. Um, so we are the brand and merchandising division of Universal. It, it doesn't mean that just because an artist is a Universal artist that, that they are working with Bravado. And in the same way, we also work with, with music artists and also non-music in the entertainment side. Um, so a day in the life um, you know, when you ask people that question and they say, yeah, my, no day is the same, I, I, I'm going to be polite, but I'm going to call that, you know, with, with the work that I do, literally no day is the same. You kind of wake up and you, and you either, you know, open the laptop in the home office or go into the office and you think you're going to work on this artist with this project or with this retailer, wherever it might be. And you could have three, four, five different emails or phone calls during the day and your, your world is turned upside down. Uh, it's always turned upside down in a very positive, very interesting way. But, um, yeah, it, it it's definitely keeps you on your toes. Um, and you do, you know, we, we represent a lot of artists and they're all equally as important. Um, we have priorities, we have focuses, but we need to make sure that, you know, we're there to represent the whole roster that we have. And Keith, I imagine growing up, you must have been a fan of most of the talent on the books. I mean, you've got the likes of Pet Shop Boys. They were the first band that I ever saw live at Wembley Arena. You have like the Beach Boys and Queen. Do you ever get starstruck when you kind of have to get on the phone and talk things and talk shop with these guys? Um, I'd love to say I, I, I was I was that important. I get to speak to the artists, but we have a good team uh, in London and also in three sites in the US of, of um, brand managers. And it's their role to be the conduit between Bravado, the artist management and the artist. So, um, yeah, they're, they're the guys that do it. I, I don't get starstruck because I don't get to meet the stars. Um, and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I can be impartial and I can focus on what I need to do. And when you're in London, uh, have you noticed on Carnaby Street that this is like the hive? In, in terms of where you want to be, Carnaby Street has to be like the hotspot, the nerve center for bands, music, fashion, creativity. Are you, are you happy to, that this is the place where you're at? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we work really well with with Shaftesbury, um, uh, the landlords there, and we've obviously worked with them in the past. We worked with them on the Rolling Stones store, and we worked with them on the Queen store. Um, 
Carnaby has such a history, uh, you know, uh, a legacy with, with music and fashion. It is kind of the first place that we look at, but the store has to be right. You know, we, 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 we need to make sure that we have a space that honours the project that we're doing. So with the Queen store, it's over two floors. We've themed it so there's five shopping shops within a store, each one representing a decade of Queen, so that, you know, we, we're providing something that is of interest. We're not just opening up a white space and putting some product in there and hoping people buy it. These days you, you need to try much, much harder. So it's experiential. Yeah. So Carnaby's been great for that. And, you know, it's great to see the footfall come back as we progress throughout the year. I saw it in January. I, I was there uh, this afternoon briefly as well, and it's so different. And you get to hear uh, international uh, voices as well. So it's not just UK tourists, and that's really positive sign. Um, I was also in Camden afterwards, and again, that's a place that we've done some things in the past as well, and that's another place in London that has an amazing history with music. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, we, we look at all of these options, but but it really has to be the space that is right for us in order to, for us to kind of represent the artists that we're working on. We definitely look at, you know, what's the direction, what's the strategy, what's the activity that we're looking to do, and then take that first before that we kind of look at that in, end distribution. Like or, uh, an anniversary or something? Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much rich history for a lot of artists that we do, and there's so many moments that um, you know the fans can probably tell us better about than than we can ourselves, and we want to make sure that we're doing the due diligence with those, so we know when they're coming up and when it is a momentous occasion, such as Queen's, you know, five decades. What do we want to do for that? So we we, we definitely look at it that way, and then after after we've got that kind of um, big picture that, that we want to aim for uh what's the hook what's the story what's the interest you know what 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 about this is, are people are going to really kind of uh enjoy love and you know want to experience then we'll drill it down to the detail then we'll look at the location and then we'll look at you know how much trading space do we need for this what's the product mix uh how often do we flow product in because we want people to be able to come back and you know, with the Queen store, we we didn't just deliver everything on day one and then leave the doors open for 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 the whole time. We've we've dropped different products and you know other elements, memorabilia in, into that store um, throughout. So that again, we're trying to, to surprise and excite people when they come in. If they've come in once or if they've come in ten times, the hope is they'll see something new and different. Yeah, that's interesting, and I certainly got that vibe when i came in the store that it was a story that you're walking through so it wasn't like you say just a space that you can just hang a load of merch on you do take the journey and much like you do when you go into a, a store and you have to kind of go around and the cash points at the end <laughs> you, you you get to all the necessary stuff and it tells you what you need to know along the journey yeah, how we, much we, how we much of a saving happened that Complete. I mean, we worked with um, we worked with a design agency in Amsterdam with probably the best name in the industry called the Thirsty Fisherman, um, and we worked on the, the concept with those guys. And we definitely looked at looked at it through the lens and the eyes of the consumer. What, what what do they want to get? 
we wanted to make sure that, that there was a journey in that store. And so you start and there's a kind of focus area at the front of the store and that can highlight new products. Um, so, you know, that, that does that exciting surprise when you walk in. Then you have a 70s area, 80s area, 90s area. Then when you go downstairs, you go to the noughties and the tens. And you should, even though it's one store, in every sit separate section of those you should you should get a different feeling there should be a different product mix there's, there's different kind of um store design that we've done so we want people to walk the whole space uh, we didn't want to make it like an ikea where you force people to walk the whole space and you have to go not that there's anything wrong with what the guys at ikea are doing but we wanted people to use it and explore and we wanted to put you know fun elements like downstairs we have a pinball machine um it's the world's first prototype um uh, coming out next year so it's not actually for sale but it's an amazing visual piece and that when people go downstairs it excites and surprises them as well as the fact that they can go downstairs and buy um uh, a hand signed Brian May guitar as well you know things like that like you know true fan uh, memorabilia and what are the odds of someone going down to the store, Keith, and maybe bumping into Roger Taylor or Brian May? You never know. You never, you never know. know. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a betting man, so I can't give you numbers on that, but you never know. Nice. Uh, well, it, it seems like a model that would work not only in Carnaby Street, but could have you know huge international appeal because you have a band like Queen. They're not just famous in London, right? So is there a a plan or any kind of follow-on thoughts to have this as a, a franchise and open up more stores internationally? Yeah, unsurprisingly, through through the Queen socials and kind of direct feedback that from the fans, um, there's definitely been requests out there to see how we how we can either take this on the road, as it were, or what we can do in other cities. Um, I think I'd have to change my job title if we were going to take it on the road because of the love for the band out there. Uh, and there's a fair few cities I'd need to get to. Um, you know, the Queen have a great following everywhere. They have an amazing following in Japan. Uh, and the guys there are also doing something for the Japanese market. Um, we obviously have the Queen online store as well. So you can access it anywhere you are in the world. Um, again, I think it comes back to the earlier point we're open to exploring and, and seeing what the potential is. I mean, it's it's great that we have this success. And we'd love to be able to emulate that, whether that's the same space again or new cities, new experiences, whatever they might be. And is there anything in the pipeline? I, we mentioned Beach Boys earlier. You can probably sense where my music background's coming from. It's rock, it's classic, it's just you know, a great eclectic mix that you've got in your portfolio, but Paul Weller also stuck out to me as um, you know, a huge influence to me. And he's, you know, very much a Brit, shall we say, you know, he's, so is there anything the that we can do? Sorry. Is there anything well, the great thing, the Weller? great thing there is we've got the trilogy. So we've got uh, from the jam to the style council to Paul Weller. And obviously, you know, he's also, still recording still putting new music out as well um it's one of those ones where there's a lot going on there's always things going on but i can't really divulge any details what i will say is i i know that next year for a music fan for uh, a live event and activity fan next year is just going to be amazing 
Um, we know already, you know, there's so many events that are being planned throughout the year, um, especially kind of UK seems to be this kind of hub and people have been starved. I mean, yes, events are opening now, but the kind of amount of events next year is, is, is going to be huge. And are you worried about the music industry at the moment? I mean, I've heard a story, one in three people in the music industry have lost their jobs over the last three or four years with what's going on with retail and pandemic, et cetera. How kind of close are you to this in terms of how worried you are about it? I mean, obviously, it, you know, it's a concern and not just in the music industry, but also, you know, in all walks of, of, of life. Uh, and there's a huge impact on people. I, I can only kind of talk through what I see at Bravado and what I see at Universal Music. And I know both internally for you know the people that are employed by universal music group they've been amazing employers um, and they've really looked after their staff and i also know externally that there's been uh you know projects put in place also to support people that aren't um full-time on the books of universal as well so there's definitely uh an understanding and a need to kind of support and, and give back where possible okay and so people can still go down the flagship store is open until the end of January, did you mean? Uh, well, looking at January the 9th as being the last day uh, of trading. So there's still a good uh, four plus weeks left to go. Uh, Opportunity is still there. We've got some amazing stuff in there. We've, we've done an incredible uh, collaboration with Champion Athletic. Obviously, um, Freddie War champion. So there's a there's a there's a real good synergy and a link there. Uh, we've got some, and they've done a great job from the design on the product there. Um, we've just put in some product with um, a very kind of cool. I don't know if I could call him up and coming. I think he's already there. A London jeweler called Johnny Hoxton. Um, we've done a Q silver pendant and a queen gold ring um, that are, you know, available to pre-order, but you can only do that in the store. So there's all these elements, and that's something that only only came in a week or so ago. Um, wow. So there's there's enough good stuff to get to, to get there and uh, have a look. Are there any of the archives from Champion Athletic, as you know, from the original stuff that you wore? No archives from Champion, but what we have that's just gone into the store is we have some handwritten lyrics uh, that we've put up downstairs as a kind of exhibition piece. So for a Queen fan to see these lyrics, um, you know, uh, in in physical in the store is an amazing opportunity. And very shortly, we'll have another piece of memorabilia that I can't reveal at the moment. But, you know, like I say, we always we're always putting more out. It's got to be the vinyl of Highlander. That's what I'm going to guess, like the original print. They had the, that is the best store in movie history is Highlander. I don't care what anyone... If only, we, if only we, we, we were that lucky. Great film. Oh, amazing. Even though Sean Connery's Portuguese accent leaves something to be desired, <laughs> it's, it's still a great film with obviously a great soundtrack as well. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know if he was asked to do a Portuguese accent. Uh, <laughs> I think he just said, "There's no point." Everybody knows I'm Sean Connery. He's Sean Connery. He can get away with it. Yeah. No. Listen, if anyone hasn't seen Highlander, I mean, that film's got to be about thirty years old. That's something for you kids out there. 
along with all the great music. If you love Queen, you'll love Highlander. And you'll be open uh, like Christmas Day, Boxing Day, in case people are come listening to this. And uh, we, to we won't be open Christmas Day. Uh, yeah. You know, we 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 need to all have a break on that day. Uh, we will we won't be open Christmas Day and New Year's Day, but we'll be open all other days. Awesome, and uh, people can get down and see the wonderful stuff that's going on down there. Keith, thanks so much for taking time out and, and talking to us about the store and, and all the other talent. Please come back on when other projects that you can talk about come to light. We're very pleased to. Thank you very much for having me. You've been listening to the Menswear Style podcast. Be sure to head over to menswearstyle.co.uk for more menswear content and email info at menswearstyle.co.uk if you'd like to be a future guest on the show finally please help support the show by leaving a review on itunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast until next time